welcome to Obey Your Strengths with Gallup Certified Strengths Coach and self-proclaimed strengths geek, Kathy Kirsten. Hello, strengths fans, and welcome to another episode of Obey Your Strengths. Today, my guest is Cody Wright, Miss Cody Wright, <laughs> instructor at Texas A&M University. She is a leader within her department, and I can't wait to talk to her and share your story. Cody, I can't wait to share your story with my, my audience to help them understand how to implement a strengths program within a college, but also you've become a strengths evangelist, and we want to share your journey as a strengths evangelist. So thank you so much for being here. Oh my gosh, thank you for having me. I'm very happy to be here with you today. Well, I'm thrilled. The pleasure is all mine. Uh, Cody, you and I met six years ago through, um, our, our paths crossed through, through the sales program right. within the School of Agriculture at Texas A&M. Will you tell the story? Oh, absolutely. So whenever I stepped into this role as the assistant director of the sales program, we really wanted to incorporate emotional intelligence throughout all of the classes. And in order to be able to understand a customer, you have to be able to understand yourself. Well, we saw StrengthsFinder as an avenue and ability to be able to do that. Show the students what they are naturally gifted at, while also teaching them how to sell themselves in a job interview based on utilizing their strengths. I got certified as a Gallup's Strengths Coach in 2016, and it has been such a wonderful experience getting to implement the Strengths Finder into the sales program, and we'll talk about that more here in a little bit, but from a coaching perspective, it has just really opened my eyes to understanding others through understanding myself. I'm so glad that you are doing this for the young people at Texas A&M. When I, you know, the, the listeners may know if they've listened to a couple of my podcasts in season one that I am an Aggie. I am an alumni of Texas A&M. And I had, I always say that I wish that I knew my strengths earlier. I discovered my top five when I was 26, but I wish I could go back to the point of when I was 18 and entering into college and, and understanding what my strengths were there were at that point. So um, kudos to you in this program for helping young people discover what's best about them. You know, and when our paths crossed, I got to come help yeah. you guys uh, experiment with strengths. And I did a couple mm -hmm. of speaking engagements with the classes. And I learned a lot, which we're going to tell stories about uh, throughout this podcast. But before we do, I, I just had the, the greatest opportunity to meet you and to know, learn about you. So tell us what your top five strengths are. And then I, I want to like kind of tease them out a little bit about how, what each one, how each one manifests itself in you. I love it. So I would have to say I've had the chance to learn a lot from you when especially whenever you were you were joining us at the very onset of implementing strengths into the sales program. So I aspire to be like Kathy Kirsten one day. <laughs> oh, please, Cody. <laughs> but thank well, you. Okay, what's your top five? <laughs> my top five are achiever, competition, focus, responsibility, and positivity. <laughs> this is like okay so listeners take note achiever competition focus can you believe the amount of drive all right now tell me a little bit about each one okay wonderful so my achiever theme 
really helps me set goals and accomplish them. I have always been a very goal-oriented individual, and I've really taken that mindset and and utilized it in the sales program. So what goals and milestones do we want to hit as a sales program at Texas A&M University? My competition is definitely a driving factor for me. I love to win. It feels so good to win. And I would say the feeling of losing is more intense than the feeling of winning. So I I don't like to lose. (laughs) Um, And in a role in academia, it really doesn't allow for a lot of competition. And so I have done things outside of my role in academia like consulting and strengths coaching with companies and organizations that has really filled that up. So for anyone listening right now, it's important, I think, to recognize that there are things that you can do outside of your role that fill up your that strength for you. My focus is keeps me on track. It's like my, my little blinders. Once I put some, my mind to something, I'm going to go ahead. And I'm just going to accomplish it. And it doesn't matter if it takes 10 hours or a hundred hours, I'm going to get it done. And so that's my, that's how my focus theme really shows up. My responsibility theme, I have a, a complete ownership of what I say that I'm going to do. I have to get it done. And then my positivity, as you guys will find throughout this podcast, I'm a sunshine pumper. My uh, cup is overflowing. I always just bring a lot of excitement and enthusiasm into a conversation and into an organization. So those are my top five and how they show up in my life. My image of you in my head is go get her with a smile on her face and a hug for everybody and a lot of follow through. So... (laughs) Which was, means, you know, it's all your it's all your strengths put together. Okay, fantastic. Thank you for sharing your top five with us. Uh, let's talk about the program that you've built. Okay. Uh, you know, tell me a little bit about how this works at Texas A&M and how you utilize strengths as part of the sales uh, curriculum that you teach. I love it. So Texas A&M implements Gallup Strengths Finder separate from the sales program. The way that we implement it is in every single class, we have our students' names and then their top five strengths. We do this strengths training at the very, one of the very early weeks of the semester so that throughout over the course of the semester, we can coach them based on their independent strengths and what they bring to the table. So in one of our classes, it's just an intro to strengths. This is what this is this is what it is. The strengths one hundred and one. Okay. Then we go into how do you, how could you in a sales role utilize these your top five strengths? So we talk about prospecting. We talk about you know building rapport. We talk about explaining the value of the product to the customer, utilizing your top five strengths. In one of our sales classes, it is an advanced sales and sales management course. And what I do is I look at their strengths at the beginning of the semester, and I make an even distribution between the four different domains on each one of the teams that I put them on. So I put them on these sales teams, and I do a coaching session with them, and I I share with them, this is why I put you on this team. These are your blind spots to look out for. These are the things that you're going to do really, really well at. This is the person who you can lean on to, to execute, to influence, 
to do some strategic thinking. And these are the people who are going to hold it with the relationship building, who are going to help you hold each other together. So that is another one of the ways that we implement Gallup Finder into the sales program. And one of the things that we all often tell our students is you're not just selling a product, right? You're selling yourself and you're selling your ideas. And when people hear the word sales, they think of this you know, used car, snake oil, know that it is a, you know, it's a business to business sales transaction where you can provide value to that customer. And in a job interview, you're selling yourself, right? You're, you're, you're showing them what you naturally could bring to the table. And we've coached our students to talk through their top five. First, educate the individual on what Gallup Strengths Finder is, and then communicate to them, this is what I bring to the table. This is how I could add value to your team. So that's, in a nutshell, how we have implemented Gallup Strengths Finder into the sales program. I love that framework because what you've done is not just given them tools that that are going to help them be successful in the class. You're giving them tools that are going to help them be successful in selling themselves while landing a job after they finish their degree, which is fantastic. What a gift. Thank you. And because at the end of the day, like they're not, their main goal is to graduate and get a, get a job, not to be in a sales course at Texas A&M university. And so if it is part of our mission and the program to help them launch themselves in a way that is successful and where they find that they, their cup is filled up whenever they are in that role. Well, I, I don't, I haven't mentioned this yet, but I got to take that sales class. I won't mention how many decades ago it was that I took this class. Uh, uh, the, the one that you teach in, in partnership with uh, Dr. Litzenberg way back in the day, Dr. Litzenberg taught it. And tell me what the name of the sales exercise is where the real business people come in and you have to sell them your your product. Yes. Oh my gosh. So it is called professional sales situation where they come in, a student picks a product or a service that they have to sell. They sit across the table from an industry representative and within 12 minutes, they have to sell this product, go through each one of the steps of the selling process and show how that product can provide value. Yes. So thank you for the reminder of that. It felt like a very high stakes project whenever I was doing it uh, in the thick of it back in 2001. (laughs) And I remember this experience that I was very well prepared, you know, that Dr. Lixenberg had prepared us well for the event, but still it was very nerve wracking to walk in there and sell. And I actually happened to be a natural salesperson. Hello, I started a podcast. You know, I, (laughs) so I actually did very, very well. And it, but it was an example of, you know, maybe not understanding where my strengths were. And if I would have known back in the day that I had strategic input learner, that I would have led with, uh, in that sales, I, in that sales experiment, Cody, I probably would have led now with like more data than, than, you know, because that's my forte is understanding data and how to sell that forward. And then the maximizer piece, helping people make sure they get a return on the investment. So (laughs) I'm just now reliving that right now with you. Like, gosh, I wish I would have known my strengths back then. (laughs) Well, tell me some stories, Cody, of of some students perhaps that kind of stand out in your memory of um, really leveraging their strengths or learning self-awareness through the, through understanding their strengths. 
Great. That's a great question. So I'll start with one story. I've got many stories, but I'll start with one of my favorites. And I was teaching a sales course down in Guatemala for a master's, an MBA program. And I did strengths coaching for each one of these individuals who were going through this program. And I did a coaching session with a gentleman who was working for a produce company that negotiated contracts with a very large retailer in America. Long story short, he was very unhappy in his role. He had very high harmony in his top five and he had very high developer. And he was put into a situation where quite often there was a lot of conflict. And I asked him if he felt fulfilled in his role and his answer immediately was no, absolutely not. And I encouraged him to think through finding a role or a position to where he was able to invest in and train perhaps someone on his team in order to get that fulfillment there. Well, at the end of, at the, end of the, the week that we were there, he, we were wrapping up the session and we, they had just finished up their sales presentations and he came to me and he said, Cody, Cody, I'm going to quit my job. And I said, wait, I did not, I hope you know, like, I did not tell you to quit your job. He goes, no, I've, I've been thinking about it. I've been thinking about our conversation and you're right. I really think I would be better in a role where I could manage people. And we've stayed in contact and he has, he's now in a role where he manages people in that company. And he just, and he does a lot of training and development. And he's just so happy because he's finally in a role where he is utilizing his strengths. So that is one experience that I've had. Another, another time I had a student come up to me afterwards and say, tell, tell me that he's always tried to communicate what he's naturally good at, but he was never able to really put it into words. And he came up to me and he said, it has just been so liberating to know, hey, these are my strengths. And this is how I can communicate that in a job interview, but also to my partner and to my team and the people that I currently work with. So that was another really fun, um, fun story. I love that one. Wait, wait, wait. I love that one because that one means so much to me. There are too few words in the English language, how to describe someone's talent in a positive light. I agree. I mean, and Mm -hmm. so when we know these words, and we can leverage a language, a common language with people. We can understand what makes people great versus out pointing how they stand out in a negative way. Mm-hmm. So Certainly. important. Awesome. Um, okay. Tell me another one. <laughs> yeah. And I've had students tell me when they've communicated their top five strengths in a job interview that the HR managers draw dropped just in awe of how self-aware the student was because they were self-aware this individual got hired and that makes me happy to know we have implemented this this platform into our program to where people are getting hired and they're being sought after because they are so self-aware it's so important you know it and, and knowledge workers, right? We, we are all knowledge workers these days. Well, a lot of us are. And <laughs> it is important to be self-aware because that way we'll be more successful. You know, one phenomenon that I recall in the few times that I got to come speak with the classes when y'all were experimenting with StrengthsFinder before y'all went all in and, got a, and you got certified. I remember 
after each presentation that I would give, we'd have people stand in line, you know, to come talk to the, the guest speaker. And they would bring their top five table tent that you provide for them. And they would hand it to me and say, Kathy, what do you think I should do after graduation? <laughs> and I was, you know... <laughs> I was sad to say, I don't know what you should do. Um, I I can tell you how you will do what you will do when I look at your strengths. And I think that's one important uh, thing to emphasize with college students. Would you agree that, that this tells us more about how you will do what you do versus what you will do as a career? How you will do, how you will be motivated, and like you mentioned, how you will perform. It also really paints a beautiful picture of an environment where you would not be successful. So I know since I'm a very high achiever, I need a role to where I am aware of what my tasks are and what my goals are that I need to accomplish. If I didn't have a role where it was like, hey, there are no goals, just kind of get whatever you need done, done, I would feel unfulfilled. And so one of the things that I like to do whenever I am coaching a team, an organization, or these students in the sales program is to paint a picture for what would be your worst experience for a work environment. One of my students had woo communication. She had positivity. She had includer in her top five, and she applied for a role that was not customer facing, not people facing. She would be sitting behind a desk all day long, typing papers and doing Excel. And I asked her, I said, Marissa, look at your strengths and let's look at this job description that they have here. What what do we know about these strengths? Let's list out. You like to communicate with people. You like to influence others. You like to bring others into the conversation. How are you going to do all of those things in this job where you sit behind the computer all day long and don't talk to anybody? And she was like, oh my gosh, I didn't even think about that. And so I think it gives us a good guide. It's a very good guider. Um, Sorry, that sounded really terrible. Um, Cut that out. (laughs) You can start from it gives us a guide because that's perfect. (laughs) Yeah, gives us a guide. That's what we'll do. (laughs) Speaking of being a guide to young people as they enter into the workforce, you've got an outside of Texas A&M project. I'm telling y'all, she's driven. (laughs) Achiever competition focus. You are focusing a lot of your energy on helping prepare a totally different group of people. Will you tell us a little bit about that? Certainly. One of the things that I'm going to be working on this summer is a conference called Inspire Academy Texas. It is a five day personal and professional development conference for sophomores, juniors, and seniors in high school who are looking to identify what they want to do post high school graduation. So Gallup Strengths Finder is going to be day one of helping them identify where they are, what do they naturally bring to the table, and it's going to be on their name tag. So as they mingle and mix with people over the course of the week, they're going to get to know each other, but also what each other brings to the table. So I'm really excited about that opportunity. It'll be in College Station, July 12th through the 16th. Brilliant. How can they find out more information about that? That's a great question. So they can go to www.inspireacademytexas.com. They can also check me out on 
Instagram, um, Cody underscore right at, or at under, at, sorry, cut that out. At <laughs> Cody underscore right. And that's C-O-D-I-E. Perfect. Well, I'll put those links both in the show notes of this podcast so that folks can find you. And if they're listening to this afterward, after uh, your camp goes through or your camp happens, Cody, they'll at least be inspired by this idea of helping young people in guiding their careers using StrengthsFinder. Uh, let's talk about a major thing that you've done for, for folks, <laughs> for these young people. Let's talk about the book. So yes. Cody is a co-author with Dr. Carrie Litzenberg uh, with a book for a book called Launchers. Don't just take a job launch your career. Tell me why and how you folks decide to write this book and uh, what's it about? We recognized that whenever we were working with students and coaching students, a lot of them had no idea what they wanted to do post-graduation. And right now, the generation that's coming through Texas A&M is Gen Z, Whenever Dr. Litzenberg and I were working together on this book, um, the millennial generation was was the students who were currently at Texas A&M. And they kind of got the reputation for job hopping, you know, going and working somewhere two years and then that didn't really work out and going somewhere else. And we wanted a way to basically streamline that process, help them identify what are you naturally good at? What do you bring to the table? And then what are you passionate about? Really aligning those talents and passions so that they could be fulfilled in a role and invest in a company that is also investing in them and not job hop, right? And so Dr. Littenberg worked with over 13,000 students in his career while he was teaching at AM. And I've had the chance to personally coach and mentor quite a few students who, who have come through the program and also through Texas A&M. And just the reoccurring pattern that we saw was a lot of students didn't have a lot of confidence with knowing what they wanted to do post-graduation. And then they, if, even if they knew what they wanted to do, they really didn't know how to bridge the gap. So this book is essential, is essentially an opportunity to help you identify what you're naturally gifted at, the environment that you would appreciate and excel in, and then move forward in a way that is intentional with what you want to do post-graduation, or even if you have to relaunch your career, maybe you do have to pivot. That's okay. But recognize what you bring to the table so that you can speak to that in a job interview. We talk about professionalism in the book and how important it is to act your best, be your best, dress your best, so that you can display the best qualities that you bring to the table. We talk about the importance of being a lifelong learner and that readers are leaders. And so to even though you are you may be graduated, you're still going to take tests. You're still going to need to dive into material that makes you better. So those are just some of the topics that we have in the book, but we have implemented this into several universities that are utilizing them in, the, in, in their career center and also um, in their in their courses that they're teaching at the different universities. I so appreciate that you have poured so much passion into helping people succeed. 
even graduates this May are entering into a really tough talent market. And that's been that way for over a decade, maybe even two, (laughs) where people have entered into really tough uh, job markets after graduation. And there might be a temptation to just take a job versus launch their career intentionally. And so I want to promote any person who is raising that standard like you are, Cody, for others to really find ways to flourish, not just settle for a job, but flourish in your career. Work is so important and Mm -hmm. it's an important part of our, our well-being. And so I appreciate you. Kudos, Cody. Cody, thank you so much for doing that. Well, thank you. All right. We've covered a lot of ground. We we covered, um, your strengths and we covered what you've the program you've built the book we've covered your camp uh, gosh it makes me want to ask you a couple more questions maybe specifically about you being a female with all this drive okay. <laughs> so because there's a lot of listeners out there that might be hardwired with similar strengths like achiever competition and focus mm-hmm. tell me what has it been like for you is there any unique lens through which you see the world as a female with the these strengths that you might share with us uh, to help us understand them. I was once having a conversation with a gentleman and he came up to me and he said, Cody, your ambition is intimidating. And I told him, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) And there's the positivity. (laughs) I know that probably wasn't wasn't the answer that he was expecting, Kathy, but I've always been very hard wired and just driven to succeed and excel. Whenever I took this assessment and I got my results, I saw that I had competition as number two. Now, keep in mind, I took this whenever I was 21 years old and I thought to myself, oh my gosh, I'm a young, young female who has competition and her top five. Maybe that's going to come across the wrong way. Perhaps I should not invest in this strength. And I, I believe I told you that exact thing. And what you told me was, Cody, this is who you are. You can't change it. You can try to stifle it, but it's going to come out in different ways. Dialed up too high, these strengths can really get in your way. But it, whenever they are in a good balance, that's when you can help. You You can, they can go to work for you That whenever they are in the correct balance. I love to compete. So if I'm running on the treadmill against somebody and I look over and they are like at 6.5, I've got to bump it up to seven because that's just naturally how I am driven. And there have been times where like I'm like playing a card game with my family and I like get a little bit too competitive and I'm like, hold on, I've got to, this is just for fun. <laughs> just for fun. But to, to bring it back to your question of how have I operated with these strengths? Um, in the beginning, I, I tried to suppress them. And then whenever I actually, you know, gave them the reins and said, Hey, let, let's be an achiever. Let's go after, after these goals. I've seen a lot of success from investing and appreciating my strengths. So I would encourage anyone, any females who do have a very high achiever or very high drive is just to continue to go after your goals and your dreams. They're going to be naysayers who tell you you're too driven or you work too hard. You need to definitely schedule rest. I would highly encourage you to do that because burnout is a thing that is real. 
okay? And you you don't want to get into an issue like that. But go for your dreams, go for your goals, and don't stop. Yeah, and don't hold back. Don't hold back. Uh, I have a poster child for achiever and competition. I'm probably going to add you to that poster child <laughs> picture in my mind. But I met this young lady through the San Antonio Leadership Lab, uh, which is a chamber professional development group. And she was sitting there at this event, this learning event in which I was doing the strengths rah rah, right? I was doing my strengths spiel and learning about people's top five. And I saw top, her achiever in competition one and two, just like you, Cody. And I stopped and I asked her, what do you do for a living? And she's, and she said, well, I'm currently an entrepreneur. I just got out of law school and I'm like, what? <laughs> you got out of law school and she's an entrepreneur. So she's an attorney and she passed the bar. She had practiced for about a year and then she decided to go out on her own and she's building a business in addition to the fact that she is an attorney. And it, and that moment for me was like, you are charting your own path. Keep mm-hmm going. So Cody, you are charting your own path. Keep going. We need women like you, right? We see, we're used to, I'll be honest, we are used to seeing that around the world and men on LinkedIn all the time. And perhaps women are the support networks to help them get there, but it's a-okay to chart your own path. And I see you doing it, Cody. (laughs) And I'm so proud and so excited for you. Thank you. I would also say for those people who have a lot of very high achiever, very high competition or very high just levels of drive, you have got to celebrate your successes and, and be aware of them. Because once you accomplish that goal, your mind is automatically going to focus on what's the next thing that I can accomplish well, if you don't look back and appreciate what you've done, you, you may get to that goal, that next goal and think, oh, gosh, well, what's next? OK, so you have I, I've had to implement a, you know, an appreciation practice where I reflect on, you know, what are the three things every single day that brought me joy or, you know, brought me happiness so that I can move forward in a way that ha- where I have a really good mindset. Write that one down, y'all. That's a good tip from Cody. <laughs> okay, Cody, what's the, the, my question I ask everyone is, you know, what strength do you have to obey? And I'll, I'll even open it up since you're a Gallup Certified Strengths Coach. I know you have your full 34. So you know what rounds out your top 10. Right. Uh, you know, if you think about all of your strengths and the strengths that you really must obey, which one or two is it and why? I would say, so I'm going to go for two. I'm going to go for two here. The first one is achiever. I have to obey that achiever strength because I am so goal oriented. If I don't set goals, I feel like I'm in a funk. And that's, that's kind of focus coming into play a little bit and coming into play a little bit there too. So with the achiever strength, I'm able to mark out and know exactly what I need to get done in, in the order to accomplish that goal. There are times where things have to shift and to move around. So I need to be more flexible. And I recognize that. But I have to obey my achiever strength. Otherwise, I get into a funk. I love to do lists. I love to do lists. I live by my planner. If I don't write it down on my to do list, or if I don't write it down on my planner, I will forget about it. To keep myself organized, 
I have to write it down so that my mental creativity can be applied to getting that task done or getting that goal accomplished. So that's one. My, my other strength that I have to obey is my positivity. I've been in this role. There are times where I have to make decisions that not everybody is going to like. And with someone who has very high positivity, I want everyone to be at a natural state of happiness, which I recognize is not everybody. I totally respect that too. And, but I, I have to honor that for me. Like I have to seek situations where I will, I can bring that positivity to the table. And so throughout your life and throughout the roles that you are in, there's going to be bad, like you have to balance them and balance them effectively. And I've benefited so much from being a strengths coach because I've had the chance to help people dial them in and rein in their strengths and put them in, a, in, um, that sounded terrible. Um, but anyhow, I've helped, <laughs> I've helped rein them in, just rain, rain it in, rain it in. <laughs> I hope I'm doing a good job, Kathy. I hope I'm doing, You're doing a great job. <laughs> Keep going. I, I have no problems with what you said. <laughs> it's awesome. Cody, it has been so fun catching up with you through this podcast and learning about your top five, your program, your book, camp you got a lot going on if people want to reach out to you and catch you know catch up with you or ask you questions about the program specifically that you're building at texas a&m um should they reach out to you via linkedin yes that'd be great linkedin's a great way to connect with me c-o-d-i-e that's how you spell my first name right um w-r-i-g-h-d so check me out on linkedin happy to connect with you and chat with you um about whatever so I love it. I love it. Cody, you are doing big things. Thank you for the impact you're making. Thank you for helping fan the strengths flame across this world by not just doing what you're doing, but also being a part of this little podcast. So I appreciate you. Um, and I can't wait to see how much success you will achieve in the future. Thank you so much. Kathy. Thank you for listening to Obey Your Strengths. To learn more about Kathy or hire her for your company or private coaching, visit ObeyYourStrengths.com. You can also find her on Instagram at Kathy.Kirsten. Obey Your Strengths is produced by Kirsten Consulting, LLC, in association with Game Day Media out of San Antonio, Texas.